You are now, now tuned into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective show in America. Hosted by Tramel Thompson, co-hosted by Jamel Wilson, and DJ Damage is on the wheels of steel. You will never know what to expect when thoughts and wisdom unite. People, get ready. ready, ready. Progressive Action is now live. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on, cuz? What's going on, cuz? Everything is good. You know, we just had the good rally outside the Union Hall today. Yeah, we sure did. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. the the No, nobody told you to talk yet. We let you know when to talk. What's wrong with you, man? You, you should be sitting over there, man. You over here trying to mess up our flow. But, you know, we had the real good rally today. And as soon as we leave the rally, um, you know, the propaganda... Not the propaganda that Joe Bermuda's talking about. You know, he talk about the propaganda, the P R O P E R. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's P R O P E R gander. You know what I mean? But I'm talking about you know the propaganda of saying we only had 30 people there, and you know we should have been at the conductor uh, wake. The conductor's wake, yeah. But they don't know our rally was from 11 to 2. The conductor wake was from 2 to 4. They said we wasn't there. We was actually there with a bus, a progressive action, progressive bus. action bus. Shout out to my boy. Trevor Logan. Trevor Logan, he came through with the progressive action bus. Yeah, man. Volunteer his services. Definitely. You know, that's somebody, you know, that's somebody that enjoys buses and, and now and trains and but for you to enjoy a bus where you could buy it, it's like wow, that's crazy, you know. So, you know, most of every bus driver on the on the job. Shoot, when they get off the, when they get off work, they don't want to see another bus. You yeah, know? but you know he, he his bus is hooked up. Oh yeah, and he he's ready to ride with the Progressive Action team. Definitely. So we got a bus now. Definitely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know we decided decided to rally against the the union, not to bash them, but to make them um, you know do the right thing. Yeah, and and stop being so complacent. And realize that we don't work for the union. The union works for us. Right. It was just a rally to send a message to let them know, listen, you know, we're hip to everything that's going on. You know, we're hip to the corruption. You know, we're hip to the non-accountability. We're hip to, you know, um, lack of leadership out there. Uh, we're hip to reps not being out there on the road like how they should. And, you know, basically it's, it's, it's a whole list of things that go on and on. But... It's just a member. It's just a message to show that that there are a faction of members within the local that are just fed up and tired, you know. Yeah, and um, the union hall. We went up to the ninth floor of the union hall. It was empty as usual. Of course. And they tried to use the excuse they was at the funeral or the wake. We went to the wake. It was only Samuelson, Earl Phillips. Um, I heard Crystal was there, but. The, the union has about 50 people on payroll, 20, 20 of them, over 20 of them make over 100,000 maybe. And the union hall was empty again. Mm -hmm. It was empty October 13th when they didn't know we was coming. Right. On another Thursday at 2 p.m., business hours, empty. We was up there chilling. We got video of that also. But I ran into Earl Phillips. I seen him at the wake. And then I seen him at um, Lindenwood Diner, which I didn't know I was going to see him. 
No, that was a pretty that was a surprise. So I asked him straight up, um, what happened to the Gilmartin houses? And he says to me, Who are you? I said, You don't know who I am? Progressive action. No, I never heard of you before. Tramel Thompson? No, I never heard of you before. You never heard of me before, but Samuelson mentioned us in the e board meeting about us posting um the phone bill that went up forty thousand dollars within a month that y'all stopped putting out after it started getting questioned. You don't know who we are. You don't know who we are after um I seen one of the other top three, um, Latanya Chris. The first thing she says to me is, Hi, Mr. Progressive Action. So every all this escaped him. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing was this, if I asked him about the Gilmartin houses, what's up with the Gilmartin houses, he automatically got defensive. If there wasn't no corruption involved with it, why would he get so defensive? Well, he would have said the same thing if I was saying, what's up with the rally, the 15th? No. He would have been cool with it because ain't no corruption involved with it. But when you mention Gilmartin houses, there's corruption involved with it. You know what I'm saying? And for him to lie and say that he don't know us or he don't know me, but he want to pull you to the side and sideball with you. We was at the table with, our, with at least eight other people. Why did he choose you out of everybody? I don't know. Because <laughs> he know who progressive action is. But these guys is fake. They right. know their days is numbered. Mm-hmm. But I got something special for him. I got, some, I got something special for him. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like I said, the rally was a success. You know, like I said, you know, we made noise. But, um, you know, while we're here, right, um, I want to address another issue that's going on in uh, in Map Store, right? Now, basically, this is what's going on, right? There was a picture that I posted in my group uh, in of Halloween, and uh, of course, Rich, the, the VP of Map Store, Richie Davis and crew, they were dressed up for Halloween <laughs> inside the swing room in Hattonville Depot. Now, I posted that picture. Now, there was some up, there was a, some uproar amongst some members. And they were wondering, well, why did I post that picture? Because, of course, they don't know everything that's going on, and they don't understand these reps. And you know, it's just another example of them not ex- not knowing these reps and not knowing everything that's going on. Now, here's the explanation behind that. Okay, and basically, I'm being I'm being honest, and I'm giving the facts. And if anybody wants to approach me, you do it, and I'm gonna say the same shit, right? Um, we posted a picture a couple of weeks back of us out at East New York Depot in the swing room talking to the actor Chairman McKinney, right? Now, basically, what these fools did, Willie Rivera or JP or one of those people took those same pictures and they put it in their group on the Facebook. Now, one of those guys, and, we, and I really believe that it was Willie Rivera, Okay, and I'm calling you out, Willie, because I know it was you. You go and you call the inspector generals, and you try to say that I was stealing time. Okay, now I'm going to address that right now. Okay, I have 16 years on this job going on 17. 15 of them driving that non-revenue vehicle that I drive on a daily basis. Okay, so... Only stupid-ass Richie Davis could give you that information of what I do because you don't know me. So only his dumb ass could tell you, well, he cleans Fingham Uptown in Manhattan and Bronx. Yeah, he's not supposed to be out there. Yeah, he likes going to, <laughs> he likes going to, uh, 
the union hall to the child care fund. Now, I know your wife works there, and you saw me one time. So only your wife could probably tell you some shit like that, or maybe you're just assuming that I'm just out there all the time. Okay, I love Brooklyn, I love this and that. So you go and you call IGs, you call you cause an uproar and everything. You cause every you know, cause everybody to be on pins and needles or whatever. Y'all did it. Not a manager, y'all did it. Okay? So what I want to explain to you is again, a non non revenue vehicles, if you don't know, in the back of East New York is a truck shop. And that truck shop repairs all non-revenue vehicles in the transit authority period. It doesn't matter what department. They maintain them, they repair them, whatever you want to call it, and you go out there and you get wash tickets, which is what I was doing. You get a wash ticket, you go up there to Bushwick Avenue and they wash it and they'll wash the vehicle and clean it out. Okay? So now if your dumbass decided to wait and do the research, you would understand that I'm not bounded by a route. Again, keywords, non-revenue. Okay? So now you basically got hot up under the collar because y'all are guilty of what's going on out of East New York Depot. Okay? Because if I was anywhere else, you'd be like, oh, okay. Or you wouldn't even pay attention to it. Okay? So basically, that's why I posted that. And how I know it's you guys <laughs> is because when you go on the Facebook page, you see all the fake aliases that posted that. Um, and I'm going to name them. I'm, um, in particular, Maxine Gatson and Nasheem Miller, which basically we know is AKA Willie Rivera. Yeah, because Willie Rivera, it, it, it's, a def, it's a fake profile, and Willie Rivera actually added that fake profile to another group. Exactly. And thanks for Sylvester Brown for saving the screenshot. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, why would you add a fake profile to a group if you don't, if it's not true yourself, you definitely know who it is. Yeah. So these guys fake operate off of fake profiles exactly and then you got you know for everybody out there that's listening to the show um i'm going to name some other names that's fake fake pros, fake aliases uh profile that you may have seen on facebook and the groups ozzy masters bill ritter maxine gadson nasheen miller and ernest jacobs now, who, i think nasheen miller is real nasheen miller is real yeah she's real okay but it's still okay but uh ernest jacobs Definitely fake, and definitely we believe it's Richie Davis. Yeah. Ernest Jacobs. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I mean where I say that's what's going on in Facebook, and that's what these guys have nothing but time to do all day, every day, on a daily basis, making VPs make 150K a year. That's their salary right now, okay? Division chairs is getting six figures, I believe. All right? So... This is what I mean where I say that was the reason for posting that picture because you want to do things and you want to you, you want to try you want to try to be grown ass damn near 50 year old men it's trying to still be slick. Y'all not slick. Y'all not slick. Y'all not going to hurt progressive action. You understand? Progressive action really they trying though. They we trying. Got, we gotta give them an E for effort. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but they, 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 I keep telling you, they pulling out their best move. They call the IGs. Right. They call the IGs. They I called your school and yeah. try to get you expelled. I see them watching me on the train. Yeah. But you know, you got to move militant on the train. It's hard to catch a you know conductor slipping. Right. And I love the rules. I love pointing. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I love the rules. Exactly. So that's what I mean by say. You know, that's what's going on all day, every day. But basically, these guys got hot under the collar. Because it was uh, what's going on out of East New York. They know what they're doing. And uh, 
when I speaking of East New York, that that's going to bring me into our guest tonight. Yeah, and they, and they act like this wasn't going to happen. Exactly. Did y'all act? Did do y'all really think that things you know that we're going to let it, this information go without people knowing? All right. Well, anyway, tonight TA Surface, I want y'all to stand up because because this is y'all night tonight. TA Surface in the building tonight. We have ladies first, Miss. Chanel Nicole, back uh, back uh, to progressive action. Uh, official progressive action. Official Remember progressive <laughs> action. Oh yeah, official. Good evening. Shout out to her, her moderator status. Yeah. <laughs> and we have back to progressive action. We have the retired former uh, division chair of TA Surface, Mr. Lloyd Archer. Good evening, everybody. Lloyd Lloyd provided us with the whistles today. Oh yeah, the bells and the whistles. The bells and the whistles. <laughs> and some, and some chants. And some chants. Yeah, and some noise. That's right. <laughs> the bums. What? Uh huh. Got to make some noise. Let the bums go. Yeah. Get the bums out. Yeah. Get the bums out. <laughs> Get the bums out. <laughs> yeah. And for the first time, to bring your mic. Bring your mic down, some. Yeah. And for the first time, the progressive action, we have the chairman of East New York Depot. In Brooklyn of TA Surface, Mr. Ron Carter on the to Progressive Action. Good evening, Mr. Carter. Good evening. Yeah, good, good voice right there. Oh, that's yeah, the one that's a great voice. Good yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this evening, what's going on, gentlemen? How's everything going? Well, uh, we're here to let people know what really, really went down over there in East New York and what's still going down. Oh wow. Um, uh, first, I want to shout out all the cheers uh, that brought people out from the depots. It was only one, really. Rest of y'all punk ass cheers. Y'all stay right there with Willie Rivera and JP. Uh, <laughs> Richard Thorne, shout out to you. you brought the people down. Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Richard Thorne yeah, and Flatbush. Shout, oh yeah, Flatbush shout, out, shout out to Flatbush Depot. They were deep out yeah, there today, man. Uh, Richard Thorne, man, good, good dude right there. Definitely. And of course, Ron was out there, and then all the other people y'all brought out. It was excellent. They said 10, 15 people out there. I'm a witness. I don't have nothing to lose. I'm retired. It was deep out there. They saying it was 15 retirees <laughs> and, and three and three, three suspended <laughs> people. Three suspended people. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, it was about five or six retirees, but it was a bunch of members out there. I don't know about And a whole this. bunch of females, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. whole oh, bunch yeah. of females. Females were making real noise, uh -huh. you know. Yeah. And what was her name? She was real loud uh, from Flappers Depot. Monique. Shout Monique. out to yeah. Monique Cruz. Monique Cruz, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sassy. Uh, sassy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sassy, yeah. Sassy, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, basically, you know, so what's going on, Miss uh, Jocelyn? Hold on, you ain't introduced some? Um, you introduced Ron already? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sleeping. <laughs> so, what's going on, Miss Jocelyn? Nothing. Enjoyed a great day at the rally today. Oh, okay. So, how do you feel? How do you feel the turnout was, and how do you feel that all the work that you put in? You know, you put in a lot of work today, and basically, you know, of course, you know, Tremel and myself, we commend you for it, and we thank you for it. Today, I put in a lot of work. <laughs> what you mean today? You don't get that straight. I put in a lot of work before the rally. Yes, you did. Um, I feel like the movement is needed um, because they're slipping. And for us people who's, you know, five years and less, we have to take hold of the union um, before we can't even retire here. It's no longer going to be 25, 55, because you're not going to have enough money in your pension. You're not going to be so aged to get Social Security. You're not going to have property that you own because 
they're selling us out to line their pockets. So, you know, this is only the beginning of um, a whole bunch of progress we're going to make. So the work today is a small step in, you know, what's going to go down for the future. That's right. You know, and, and I wish a lot of um, tier six members and younger members would understand that that's exactly what's happening and that's the future if we don't step up because slowly but surely, you know, you know, the MTA, they just don't give, they just don't give us these things, you know, everything that we have on the job right now, you know, and I know Lloyd and Ron, you, you guys can uh, agree with what I say, I'm sure. Absolutely. Everything that we have was fought for. These vacation weeks, these AVA days, these sick days, sick especially Map Store, sick time, um, um, everything, everything you could think of that we have contractually was fought for somewhere back up the road. So people come here and they think, oh yeah, they, they're giving that to us. No, they're not. No, they're not. Everything, everything costed money in a contract negotiation somewhere back up the road. You know. And um, this is why this 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 progressive action is so important. There's a lot of information out there. You're educating a lot. And I've seen a lot of younger people out there uh, today, which I commend them for stepping up. Not many old-timers, but the old-timers that were out there giving them a little hand was a good thing. But more you, like he said, tier six people, you need to come out, get on the site, ask, ask questions. They have an email address, email them. And, and like I said, you got the retirees out there, the retirees out there that want to give you a hand also. So don't be afraid to reach out. We're on progressive action also. Definitely. Well, the t tier six people got to come out there and protect their future because, you know, if they don't protect their future, you, you can see the union is not going to do it for them. I mean, like, and, and like I said, the, 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 the ones who plan on retiring soon and, and saying that, you know, that's their battle, I advise you to get involved because – a tier six member will be a local 100 president one of these days and go remember all the people who sold them out, the tier four members that didn't support them and sold them out, and your health benefits will be at jeopardy if they decide to, to be upset. They're not thinking about that's that. That's correct. Yeah, they're not thinking about that because look at what's going on now. You know, a lot of retirees now have to worry about their health benefits being in jeopardy, you know. That's, um, you know, with, with the change over to Aetna, you know. Because, like, see, now you got people in their mind, back of their mind, oh, the hell with the retirees, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which was, again, which was a hard-fought game. And basically a lot of retirees who are retired now, they basically ran out the door and, and, and appreciated the fact that we had the Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield and basically re uh, benefits and retirement, you know? Because it's um, even active members they had the comfort of knowing that we had a, 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 a decent type of coverage to where they can move out of the five boroughs. So now with the new coverage, you know, it's it, it's it's scaring people like, oh, God, like what the hell's going on? You know, because like I said, you don't want to be you know, you don't want to pay out of pocket for health care because that's, uh, you know, it's bad enough. We have to pay our bills and, you know, rents are higher, mortgages is higher in the five boroughs, you know. But even for the members that's still active and working that's in tier four, you know, the decisions that's being made are affecting them, too. It's people that's ready to retire and they're like still concerned about the health care and not know what the uncertainty is when they leave. Mm -hmm. You understand? So there are people on the job who voted people in because of personal relationships 
that's being affected by the contract in place now, you know? And it's like, oh, because before you were so comfy and you thought things were going to go a certain way and you know someone personally and you're like, oh, we're going to be good. And now you're saying like, oh, okay. I mean, you still need your healthcare now working because you're still on the bus, on the train, and your body is going through more than it would in retirement. So if you're on the job and you're about to head out to retirement, you still have an obligation to come in and fight because you're leaving out the door. So you want to make sure when you put in your retirement papers, you know what's going to happen afterwards. Before Roger, you didn't even have retirement benefits. So what used to happen is a lot of people used to work until they were 62 or 65, you know, just to maintain their health benefits and, until they got Medicare. So you know, the, you know, during that battle, the 1.5 was a was a was a was a big thing, but the idea of getting retirement benefits gives people the opportunity to actually retire at 55, 56, and they, and they didn't have to work till 62 because the average person we used to work to 62 because either they needed it or their wife needed it, you know, prescription and things like that. Yeah. Let me ask you. I want you to give the people a little bit of your background. Well, I'm, I'm Ron Carter. I'm, I was the depot chair for 10 years. I was vice chair three years. I was on the executive board for three terms. I got 20 years on the job. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, so basically, let's jump right into it. Cause so, talk, talking to them, talking to yeah, them. Right? So, so basically, let's jump into it, uh, Lloyd. I know that um, it's a lot of things going on, and it's a lot of concern with retirees, with the healthcare. You know, with the changeover of the healthcare provider to Aetna. So. What's some of the, um, I don't know, if, I may, maybe I think you could speak for a lot of retirees. Um, well, our main concern is um, are we going to have to pay? Uh, I know the active members, some of them, if you have, if you have option one or option two, they have an option one and two, and no, you just have the basic. Option one and two, is the, of course, is the best, and you have to pay, you have a copay. I just got my retiree package in the mail. I haven't really had a chance to sit up, sit, uh, sit and read it, but they're going to have a meeting on it on the uh, 18th of this month at 180 Livingston. I will be there. Uh, I know, and it says spe specifically, it only covers people in New York, New Jersey, upstate, and, and different parts of upstate. It doesn't say anything about Delaware, down south or anything like that. So what about all these guys that retired, moved south, and, and, and have the medical have their medical? They're gonna are they gonna lose it or do they have to pay for it? Like Ron said, before Roger, you had to either pay for Cobra, which costs you maybe three hundred dollars a month out of your pension to keep your medical benefits for if you had a sick a sick family member or your you know your wife or yourself. And he set it up where it wasn't costing us nothing. And all these guys hollered and screamed about this 1.5, which is now 2%. Thank you again, fat boy. Now they're feeling the pain. Most of them have retired already. But they won't say or they won't come out here and educate these new people and say, I'm not paying my medical ben benefits because they're embarrassed about all the jumping up and down they did, and they were in tune with the people that was just hell-bent on getting rid of the president of Local 100. But they benefited from it. Um, 
Another, and like I said, I have to, I, I can't really speak on it like I want to. I want to go to this meeting and find out exactly what I'm entitled to. I'm worried because uh, I'm retired and I'm planning on moving out of state. Am I going to be covered? You know, that that's my main concern. Yeah. All right, yeah so, those are some real concerns. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, we can now, basically we can talk about what's going on out of East New York Depot. And, uh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know if you, who wants to go first with the insight on uh, what, they, what the union brass is doing oh. to you. Brass or copper? <laughs> oh, the, yeah, right. They're not worth it. No. All, all the accomplices. All the, exactly. All the accomplices, right, that are trying to get you out of uh, office in the depot. Mm -hmm. so, so what exactly happened is that I got a call from the president's office, right? Asked me to come down there on a Monday. So I came down there on Monday. So I'm sitting in the hallway, sitting in the hallway, waiting. I hear Willie, Willie Rivera down the corner because he don't know he got an echo. Oh, Ron Carter's here. He's in there. Whoever he's talking to, right? So then I'm waiting. Then I see Earl Phillips come. He said, hey, what's up, da-da-da. So after about five, ten minutes, they call me inside. So you got Earl, you got the general counsel, you got Latanya, and you got another lawyer there. So I walk inside. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on, all right? So he produces a picture, and he says to me, have you seen this picture? Yeah. Have you ever sent this picture to a female bus operator? I said, yeah. Right? Because the picture's no big deal, and I sent the picture to my friend. So. From that, this whole thing started. Because they're trying to say the picture's inappropriate and so on and so forth. So I'm asking questions, but I can't get no answers for them. Mm -hmm. So they won't tell me who I supposedly send it to, right? Won't tell me when, where, or so on and so forth. They show me the picture. They scratch out the day and the date. So I said, where's the original? Oh, we don't have to show you the original. <laughs> Who said that exactly? The lawyer. The lawyer, okay. The general counsel. Okay. Right? So I said, if somebody is accusing me of something, don't I have a right to um, confront my accuser? Every right. And see the evidence without it being defaced. Correct. Now, in the union hall, no, nah, they don't give you that right. They don't give you that right. Garrison Beach Hall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I went through all that with them. So, after that, right? Four days later, I get a, a text from Willie Rivera with a letter from the lawyer saying that I'm being taken off my union release and it's being given to the vice chair because of this text. No, no, no explanation. No anything. That's that's exactly what they did. So Willie Rivera told me I'm a tranny. Would that count for anything? It sure would. Absolutely. Because then then if they did it to you, he has to get the same punishment. Technically. And, and he then, did it more than once. And then he turns around, Willie Rivera writes the charge on me. So I said, How can he write a charge? He ain't got nothing to do with it. 
But Willie Rivera is the one that wrote the charge. The charge of the original accusation? He, he wrote the, the, the charge to the uh, e-boy. Uh, who will teach me how to reach, write charges? I need to learn this shit. That's easy. <laughs> Willie Rivera. I'm going to give you a crash course right now. Willie Rivera called me a tranny, and I want his ass removed from office. All right. There Simple we go. as that. There we go. Yeah, that's all. There we go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to send him the screenshots with the original dates. Right. And maybe he can write better than he talks. And maybe I, 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 get, the, I get the email from my school to show Tommy McNally harassed me outside uh, 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 at my school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll do that. But, guys, y'all got to understand there's a, there's a history. That, like I said, you see one cheer at the rally tonight. They finally accomplished their mission to remove or get all the cheers, them dumbass cheers on their side. And they know that they're wrong by what they're doing and they're not doing nothing. All these accomplishments Willie Rivera claims he has, he hasn't done shit. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Management will not work with him in any type of way. I've seen him leave that depot Harassed this, this, the, 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 the GS, and the GS took it out on the members when he left. All the time. You know, so as far as him being such a super division chairman in, a, in his next life, maybe. He, he just talks that mess. The, the funny thing, last uh, contract, right? I can't remember the, the, the gentleman's name from Omar Park. He asked Willie... Can John Samson come to the division meeting? Because John Samson went to the division meeting for Mapstoa. And Willie said, yeah, I have him here the next meeting. Been more than three years he ain't showed up yet. Mm. And why won't he show up to that meeting? Do you, do you have to? Well, like, what, why do you think is the reason for, for that? He has no respect for TA Surface. But now let me ask you something. He has no respect for TA Surface. I mean, of course, that's not his department of where he came from. But what, so why do you think Willie Rivera, and spe- but especially Willie Rivera, I can't speak for JP too much, but why do you think these guys go so hard for Samuelson? Because all these months, when you talk about the harassment with Tremel and myself, it's these TA Surface guys. Yeah. It's They've been the, attacking me forever not, since right. day one. Yeah. It, you would figure Tony Utana would be coming at us. You would figure any somebody else from other departments would be coming at us. But it's only these guys. Why do you think that is? They they want to make it seem like they're doing something. Exactly. They the guard dogs. Yeah. They 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 actually voicing. I believe with Samuelson and Utano and Earl Phillips and all them talk behind closed doors with them, and he act out. Yo, let me let me show you how I'm 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 with y'all. I'm down with y'all. Correct. Because Willie Rivera, he's not. The average Spanish guy, he's that white Spanish. Yes. Yeah. He thinks he's white anyway. Yes. Right. Yeah, but but he got to do what he got to do to try to fit in. Fit in he's yeah. not. He's not Latino. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's well, not. Well, let me ask you something. Did he act Latino when he was with Roger and had on a T-shirt? Free Roger. Free Roger. No. See, see, the thing is, this is the thing with Willie. Willie is an opportunist. Correct. And he's going to do what he needs to do to stay off the road. And there's nothing wrong with that. The, the problem is the people who feed into his stuff and the people who don't talk out against him. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. Okay. And it's not, a, it's not enough of that. Like, I heard that he take care of the Spanish people more than he take care of the, the blacks. That's a fact. And, you know, these is people who don't know me and telling me this information about him. But And this is the same guy who said that 
he turns his back on members after speaking to them three times. This is the same guy. So y'all heard it? I heard that, yeah. yeah we heard it. Yeah. So, but th- the thing is that how can y'all put faith in this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like he's a straight crook. Straight crook. He he don't have no morals. He just going along. He just doing what he need to do. But he know he at the end of his rope. Because, like I said, nobody didn't think about progressive action coming. Nobody didn't think this would be a platform. They've been railroading people forever. And then the only place to stay is within those people's friends. Now, you got a platform where it's going to get to thousands of people. Yeah, because what, another thing that was going on, and I, and I want to say this, you know, Richie Davis was telling uh, people, from what I understand, not to go to John Easley. John Easley recently had his retirement party wow. up at yeah, up at Eastwood Manor up in the yeah. Bro- up in the Bronx, um, October twenty eighth. Shout out to John Easley. And so basically, what he did, what he was doing, was telling people not to go to his party. Now I said to myself when I heard it, I said I was puzzled because John Easley is retired now and basically not a threat to you because he's been out the union now ever since. 2009, 8, something like that. He went back. He went back to 2008, 2007. 2008, 2008, right. Mm -hmm. He went back, you know, he went back to the bus. So basically, I'm saying to myself, why is he doing that? Because he fucks with progressive action or or some other crazy reason? Some other crazy reason. Yeah. Some other crazy reason. Yeah, man. They're like a bunch of kids, you know. Don't play with them or I won't talk to you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's exactly Exactly. what that is. Yeah. And and that's exactly how they they, they (laughs) roll like a bunch of punk ass kids. See if it, when they were coming up when I was if they, when I was coming up they'd have got beat up every day. But um, <laughs> to, to get back to 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 that depot issue, they got this depot finally the way they want to. And then people in East New York, if y'all listening, don't believe the hype. And I'm gonna say it: the chair you got there now, he don't know what the hell he's doing. And the uh, your recording secretary. Use a sucker too because you put your head down when you see me the other day. You won't even you won't even look at me because you know you're wrong. All right, so y'all just be careful and be aware of what's going on around there. And the next rally, progressive action get has y'all need to step. Come on out. We go choose somebody house to go to this time. You need to, and and I'll be right there with you. You go bring the bells and the whistles. I'm gonna bring the. I might even bring the horns. The oh yeah, I know John McCarthy said he got a cowbell. So oh, yeah. That's gonna be bananas, you know. I'll make sure we have permits in place for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to John McCarthy because he's a he, he's a retiree with a lot of knowledge and basically came. He, he supports us wholeheartedly. Yeah, and you, you know, know John McCarthy says something that I didn't really think about because I'd be too busy planning my own functions. But the union having a first rally in three years. Which indicates did nothing go down within those three years? Matter nothing fact, bad. Said, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, have, I can't even think of one. Right. Now that I think about the it, the last yeah. one was Sandy. The year after Sandy. Right. Basically, they had one after Sandy. Remember, um, the year, the, uh, one year after Sandy, they had one. That's the one Nick Bedell said it was sixty five hundred. Oh, okay. And, and, but okay. the, the international said it was only less than what four thousand or something 000, like that. Some shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said the international union lying on y'all numbers. Mm. Right. I'm saying it's, it's retarded, and that's that's the one where JP and them said they was gonna get people paid for not coming to work, and I heard those people still waiting to get paid. They're still Ab- waiting to get paid. Absolutely. Oh wow. <laughs> so you and Willie Rivera have any history? Oh yeah, they hate my guts. And why? And why they hate your guts? Huh? I don't look like them. <laughs> you don't look like them. You don't talk like them. Or you don't. You don't have their they, ideology. They, they, they hate my guts. Okay. You know what I mean? 
I don't drink the Kool-Aid. See, me as, as a chair, I represent East New York Depot. I'm not there to represent them. See, they want people who represent them, who put them forward, and so on and so forth. That's not me. I'm not there for that. I'm there to help the people that, that elected me. That's my job. And, and basically, out of East New York, I mean, can you, honestly, you can honestly say that the people keep, keep you in office so you're well-liked out there, right? I'm elected chair four times. Oh, wow. So what did the, what did the members have to say when they found out this went on? Oh, they, they were upset about it. See, but they came in there and, you know, and as usual, they spread lies, oh, sexual harassment and all these different lies. That, that's their style. That's, that's the first thing they did that Monday. Now, imagine, he sent me a text on Friday, right? By Saturday, they locked the union door, put a padlock on it. Wow. And by Monday, they were in the depot spreading all the lies. So what's crazy about this is that, like you mentioned, you don't even know, you couldn't face your accuser. No. So they could basically do this to anyone. Correct. Jack the Simmer out of the private lines. Yeah, I remember Jack, we had Jack remember, here. Yeah, we had Jack here, yeah. He wants to come back too, him and yeah. Marjorie. Yeah. You know, but basically, so this is something, okay, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if you, how much you want to talk about the case, but you know, how did these people get word of this picture and how did these people, you know... I believe they hacked my telephone. <laughs> I, I wish they would hack mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I believe you. They hacked your telephone? I believe they hacked my telephone. I'm telling you. You got a union telephone? No. Huh. My personal phone. Your personal phone. So you, you don't think it's possible somebody could have probably snitched working with the union that you don't know about? No. Because this picture was maybe a year ago. Oh, it was a year old. Yes. This is the so they tried to pull up something that you did a year ago. A year ago. That's why they scratched out the goddamn date and time. Oh, that's why. But then, don't they got a certain amount of time to pull charges? A statute of limitations? Is there, is it's supposed to be 60 days. First of all, they didn't follow the bylaws. They locked them out of the union office the next, the, the next day. They put padlocks on the door. They're making concessions. <laughs> yeah, okay. So they was doing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And 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 then the members jumped up and down, but then they have a petition that they ignoring. They ignoring the petition from the membership. I have members call, email, they ain't answer no one. No I, one. I think we need to go to Gleason. Where where where, where will the Vera office at? Where's the division office for Brooklyn? Gleason or, or Grand Avenue? I don't even I don't even think they have a division office in the depot. It used to be in Gleason. Used to be at Gleason. I hear he is, he at Gleason all the time. Gleason, okay. Because he, he 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 came out of Gleason. Mm. Right. That's their spot. Oh, okay. Well, so you don't know where it's at because I know. I don't it. know. They changed everything around. I guess. Uh, Willie, you're right about that. I don't know everything no more. <laughs> <laughs> where you hiding at? Exactly. <laughs> oh, they 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 hide at home. They ain't even got to come to work. Exactly. That's exactly what's going on. Yeah, that's what today was all about. And know? I was looking at the that that live feed today. Nobody was in the building. They said they was at the funeral. Well, only only Samuelson, Earl Phillips, um, Crystal. That was it. Wow! Yeah, All the money going to waste. Yeah, we didn't see Kia. No Kia. No, I ain't see Latanya there. No. I'm not saying that she didn't go. We did see her today, though. But um, I mean, it, it don't even matter. The problem with the union is this. They making more hospital visits 
and funerals than they doing work field visits. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They ain't trying to make sure that everything is right in the field. They waiting. They more, once again, reactive instead of being proactive. They don't get in front of the problems. They wait for it to happen and then try to rectify something. And then let me say something else. They don't know. The, union, the, the, the family of the person who died pulled me to the side and was letting me know what was going on. Wow. They don't know I know the family. The union pushed papers in front of them to sign to hurry up and sign while they grieving. This man, none of his services went on yet. They had the family signing papers already. Mm. And they was rushing signing papers. They don't know if the paper said you can't sue us if this happened. They don't know if the union was working with the MTA to get papers signed for them. You don't know any of this. Just like Roger said in the last show. Right. Just like Roger said in the last show that he had, if something happened to a member, he had somebody from a, I don't even care what department was, Standing by, I remember in 2002, the bus operator out of East New York protected himself, stabbed the guy in the heart, and killed him. On the B60. On the B60. We, we had to, we, I had to stand by this guy's bed. Belcher, he was at the time, he was a superintendent, he wanted urine from the guy. This guy's traumatized. They're trying to get urine from him. Roger said, if you let this guy get in here to get this urine, it's going to be me and you. And anything else that, that, that went down with a member, you had to be, if you, I didn't, didn't care who it was, you had to be side by side with this member. No press, no management, nobody talked to him. Here these guys shoving papers in front of the, 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 the family. What's up? With, what, what's going on here? Do they care? And the crazy thing is, you know, for you to just say that that, that that superintendent was trying to get urine, I mean, if you're in a hospital bed, more than likely, you, you know, you're hooked up to where your urine's going into a bag anyway. But he was... So, you know, he, the guy couldn't... So, you know, you can't, you can't provide urine anyway. No. But that's the crazy stuff they do. But you got to protect the member. I, even, even, even when the thing happened with Paul Roper, we had to protect Paul Roper because all the managers were there trying to interview him. Paul Roper is who refreshed everybody's memory. He's the operator who had a, a fatality... On Fulton Street, making a left-hand turn. Okay. And he wound up getting arrested for it. Oh, recently? But, no, this happened... Um, almost a year ago. Yeah. Now. Almost a year ago. Um, okay. Almost a year ago. Okay. And the union never never came to quit the court with him? I mean, they left him out to hang? They, they left him out to dry? Didn't do anything for him. I guess they nope. figured. I guess they figured he was guilty, so just let the let the uh, you know legal process take its course. No lawyer for him. Nothing. They, they they wouldn't even put up the bail money. We wow. had to, we had to collect to get him out of jail. Wow! And how much was the bail? Out of curiosity, we, we I think I think we collected about three grand. I think that was the ten percent, whatever whatever the ten percent was. That's what we we had collected. Wow, three I don't grand. understand why. See, the only reason they take bail is to make sure to ensure the person come back to court or whatever. Exactly. Because there was a, a city worker. Yeah. Like, what, what What was the bell for? Vision Zero. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that. Samuelson been in the news a lot lately, attacking the mayor, not on transit issues, but on Cuomo issues. Yes. He has not mentioned one time about Vision Zero. Not one time. That's the only gripe he should have with the mayor at this point. Mm-hmm. Not meatpacking district unions and unions that to build to build stores right here at... um. What's this? The Navy Yard. Navy Yard, yeah. What that got to do with transit workers? Nothing. Nothing at all. But meanwhile, you got 
on a website, Six Assaults a Day. Um, a, a matter of fact, a, a bus driver today just got choked out on a B-52 that made the news. Yeah, I read that. You know what I'm saying? Where's his issues on this? He's at the funerals. It's too late once you're at the funeral. You failed. You and your administration failed. Where's all these safety meetings that it says we're supposed to have in the contract? Where are they? That's what, I, that's what the family need to see. Exactly. Ask them for the minutes from these safety meetings that they allegedly have or had. They need to, they need to go after the union and see what's really going on. They, they, they sleep. They're not doing their jobs. They just, I, like, I think they just, well, I don't think. I know they're just collecting a paycheck. They, they, they're they, complacent. They just don't care anymore. They need to step down. Actually, there should be term limits for people that run for office, just like they do city council. Now, as far as Division Zero is concerned, they, they fell asleep on that also. When they were having meetings, Marvin Harlan should have been in those meetings trying to beat them back or finding the information to find out how it would affect the bus operators in the street. Once he found out that it would affect them in a way, in, in a harmful way, he should have reported back to Fat Boy and Fat Boy should have went to the mayor about that. I don't even think it went that way. They dropped it on us and that's another reason why I retired. Somebody falls, you knock them down on the bus, they want to fire you. Yeah. And then you ain't got no back. The union ain't, oh, oh well, you should have seen them on the right side. I, how do I see a little kid running to the bus on the right side? I'm making the right turn. I'm looking. They want you to look around the whole bus. They want you to see behind in the back of your head, too. And you knock this kid down, and they say you, they want to fire you. Now, now, what's crazy about Vision Zero, I want to know, do it apply for um, fire department, NYPD, if they hit somebody in the crosswalk, sanitation, it seemed like it was a direct um, stab at New York City transit bus drivers. It feels that way. No, yeah. I, and I don't think it applies. And I don't we right, have I, the, you know. It applies to most, most, most city workers. I doubt it because they just had a law that was just passed to where if you go driving by a sanitation truck at a certain speed, That's then right. they want to give you a ticket. Did y'all do y'all know about that? Nah, I didn't hear no, that. But you wanna know why? But you wanna know why? They union push for that. And exactly. it makes sense because these guys right. up and up and down their truck all the time and they ride at the outside of their truck right. or whatever. But their union push they for union that. Union push for that, right. It, 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 what is it, our it, union pushing? What is Tommy McNally doing? What is Willie Rivera doing? Nothing. He's going to your school, making you know, trying to get you expelled from your school. That's and, what he's doing. And, and, <laughs> They doing nothing. And Willie Rivera think he from um, Goodfellas. Right. Yeah, he think he's Joe Pesci. Yeah, from Goodfellas. Exactly. Fuck well, out of here. Well, once you see the pictures from the rally today, that was one of our issues. With, like People were walking by and they were like, bus operators get arrested? And we're like, yeah, for accidents that they have. But the thing is, when they made Vision Zero, they gave us a bus with blind spots on it. So it's like a cop having a handgun with, uh, like where the trigger don't work. So we're being criminalized for vehicles that don't even work properly. I think that like bus drivers never see everything around the vehicle. I think bus drivers need to fill out a safety dispute resolution form and on those blind spots. No, what's gonna happen is someone's gonna get hit by the bus and sue the manufacturer no but they y'all need if y'all got blind spots and the mta not addressing it you don't feel safe driving that bus and see another thing is right with with buses um 
you know, not in particular the hybrids, but I'm talking about the over-the-road coaches because there was a fatality a couple of weeks ago with the over-the-road coach from MTA bus in Manhattan, down in lower Manhattan. Now, one thing I can speak about those buses because I drove charter buses, making a right turn is nothing but, bl- is nothing but I mean, forget a spot. You're just blind, period. Mm-hmm. Because the people on the right in the luggage bay block your vision on the right to where if you turn your head to the right, you know, the way you, you, you know, making a turn, you can't see anybody. You have to re- heavily rely on the mirror, and the mirror still can't. The mirror can't tell you everything because depending upon the model of the bus, you know, those buses they use, the mirror is high up. So oh, it's basically made for over the road, but they have them as over, they, you know, they have them as the express buses at MTA bus, you know, because it looks good. You know what I'm saying? But basically, you know, with the hybrids now at least, you know, if you're making a right turn in the city, you know, because the city is the worst to me. You know, them places like Fifth Avenue and 34th Street, Fifth Avenue and 42nd Street and 14th Street, Street, all of that. All them crazy right turns where people run, dart out in front of you. At least you can whip your head to the right and you can see those people doing it. You know what I'm saying? But one thing they need to do is get the buses off the bike routes or the bike routes off the buses. Off the bus lanes. And that's going to be the next thing Progressive Action is going to do is make a change.org and petition to remove the bike lanes off the bus lanes. Like, if the union's not doing it, we have to do it ourselves. Go ahead. No. Okay, you know, and I thought about it after you told me that. You know, the worst routes is your depot. Exactly. The B13, because I I can remember, I know like in them neighborhoods like Glendale and Ridgewood, (laughs) Ridgewood and Glendale, and it used to come out your depot, Ridgewood and Glendale and all that. You know, those streets are so tight that where if you fifty two thirty eight exactly and that's an, if you open the car if you open a car door, there's no way around it. That's it. You exactly. Can't, you can't give yourself room on either side. But that's here's how tight the these thing. streets are. They're gentrifying the neighborhoods, adding more people in the neighborhoods, and they're not making you can't make more space on the street and you're taking away space. Like from Fresh Pond, we got the B-52, the B-38, the B-26. On Halsey Street, Once, if alternate side parking is canceled or it's after 7 p.m., two buses can't even pass each other on the street. That's how narrow that street is. You have to wait for one bus to come, and then you can proceed. So now you have a bus traveling on a street that's already narrow with a bike gliding against them. Now, if that operator hits the cyclist, now they're going to get arrested. But no one is looking at why is the cyclist on that street to begin with. So we have to, the union didn't do it. They failed to do anything with Vision Zero. And now we have to go out there and rally for ourselves to get these changes made. I wonder, Did the union say anything about the bike lanes when they was first put on the bus routes? Not that I can remember. No. <laughs> Not that I could they have that. city bike racks directly across the street from some bus but, stop. But you want to know what's crazy? They they about to cater to the bikers because they putting bike racks on these buses. They got them in Staten Island. The Staten Island. They they testing them, they out. them out. Not yeah. only that, they're giving cyclists an app to take pictures of cars in the bike lane. Now we have cameras equipped with we have buses equipped with cameras. Are we snapping pictures of cars double parked in our way to send the 311? No. 
but you get a cyclist, they could download an app, and if they're riding in their bike lane and the car's double parked, they're sending your license plate to 311. And then if they get, um, if 311 receives like a lot of calls for a certain neighborhood, they're gonna send the cops out to start giving tickets. That's crazy. Don't what's the name own City Bike now? Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Bloomberg or Walder? Oh, Walder, right? I think I think Walder runs it. Walder runs it. I mean, there you go, but right? Bloomberg there. owns it. But, but, yeah, yeah, right. but, but there, it, there yeah. you go, right there. Mm-hmm. You got a billionaire, and you got Walder who who don't like TWU. No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So there it go, right there, and he knows the leadership that he has in the office. Right. Well, he's not labor friendly. Period. Forget just TWU. Yeah, but he knows it would have been a harder fight under Roger. Right. Versus Samuelson. And they don't want to hear that. Yeah. Like I always say, who you would rather smack? Denzel Washington in training day or Axel Foley? Or Axel Foley. <laughs> you go you go smack the shit out of Axel Foley. And ask him about the banana and his tailpipe. <laughs> but that's how it is. Samuelson is um Axel Foley. And, and Roger Rod- was uh Denzel in training day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the truth. They know who to play with, and they know who not to play with. They 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 know exactly what they doing, but it's wrong. Like you got like it's it's a shame. I think that we could probably fill up a room of everybody who Willie Rivera railroaded. Oh, there's plenty of people. I, they railroaded their own guy, Smitty. Who that? Uh, David Smith was one of their one of their their reps, and um, <laughs> and they got rid of him. I don't know what reason for what reason. And uh, he got what he deserved, in my opinion, because uh, he's one of the guys. If it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have a job. But he forgot. They he forgot about that. And of course, they brainwashed him. And he was running around just wanting to fight him in the depot at a shop gate. He's an officer Try, trying to disrupt it. Trying to disrupt the shop gate, wanting to fight him. I mean, physically fight him, right? They fired him. Now he's looking for somebody to feel sorry for him and need some help. They just got rid of him. I guess he got wise or he said something out of place, you know, and they they got rid of him. This is what they do. Well, one of the things I heard is that he he realized that they were getting paid more money, more hours than uh, he was getting paid. Probably so. Because I think he was only getting 40 hours and the rest of them was getting 50 50 hours. So, damn, this Willie guy. I've been saying his name for the past few shows. Of all the negativity he's attached to, this ain't nothing positive. No. His household got to be in shambles because somebody can't just come to work with so much negative energy and be happy at home. And the thing about it is that he can't help nobody. He can't get a deal from no one. As far as what? If someone get in trouble. If you get in trouble, he can't get a deal for you. Why and he, he claims he, he claims he couldn't even get a deal from Wayne Brady and let's make a deal, huh? <laughs> he can't get a deal. He can't. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. They will he not can't. do nothing for him. Nothing. No. Nothing. So uh, how he get these votes to be voted back in? Oh, what they do is they become friends with people, and they they got like the guy Lou Marrero. They go around and slap people five and hey, what's up? You know, and everybody think they're your friend. That's 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 what they do. Somebody, but, then, but then you get in trouble, and they can't do anything for you. So somebody, basically, friendship. It's just pure, exactly, friend, pure friendship. Fake, fake, friends, fake friendship. Well, fake friendship, yeah. Because yeah. somebody put in a group one day that it was a group. Willie Rivera came to a depot. I forgot what depot. 
But he walked past the members and went straight to slap five with management. Didn't even acknowledge the members. Yeah. Probably did. Probably did. And he's on Facebook fighting with me when he's supposed to be his ass at work. Oh, he always fighting with you on Facebook. <laughs> saying yeah, something crazy. Yeah, he's supposed to be at work. I'm retired. You should shut up and mind your business. But that's their defense. For you, you retired. For me, I'm not in buses. For I me, never. I don't have enough time on the job. You don't have enough time on the job. And Latanya Chris telling her, you know, um, whatever. Latanya, I should have asked Latanya that today about telling Chanel, um, you know, we all had to suffer with kids on this job. Basically, suck it up. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, at the um, meeting when we was discussing, like, the child care and the schedules and everything. And it was like, at one point in time, you could get stuck here. And I was like, she was like, you guys, you know, we all have kids. We raised kids. They didn't kids, have child And it was then. tough. And, you know, you lucky now. Wow. You should be happy. And I was like. What kind of attitude is that? Whoa. And she's a is she a part of the women's committee? Is that what she's that, the chair the of the imaginary she's women's the, committee? She's the chair of the women's committee, and now, that's the message that she's sending out. That day I went there and I went to visit the women's committee and you know find out what's going on. And everybody took my number, gave me cards, and that was the end of that. They was like, We have a Facebook page. I'm gonna, you know, invite you on the Facebook page. I didn't get a DM or a link to go to the Facebook page yet. I'm like, oh, okay, so do I have to make another visit when I drop off my child care paper? It's a facade. Yeah. It's, they, just say, they just got stuff to say that they got it and yeah. don't use it. Make and up, again, make up committees. what they doing, baking cookies, and we not into that. So it, it was like you go there and they was eating at their desk and planning their lunch and what they're going to do. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she was like, we need people like you here in the women's committee with ideas and everything. Give me a number. I'm like, okay, I'll give you my number. And nothing came out of it. I guess I'm supposed to go up there and beg and plead, like, please, let me on your committee. No, I I don't, they you. don't. They don't. See, if you go up there, you're going to make them work. They don't want to work. Of course. No, no, they you don't. You can't want have work. a women's committee and you sitting in an office. You got to put your Nikes on. And because we run into every depot, stations, we handing out information. You know, what, what, what do you need a cozy office for? So the members could come to you. What you would find is people who have issues, it'll take a while for them to leave the comfort of their home to come to a sterile office and really speak to you. You know, if you're downstairs or you go to the depots and you make yourself known, then it'll be easier for the members to access the services that you have. But that's that's too much work. Plus, the winter is coming and it's cold outside. So let me, not doing that. Let me ask you this, Ron. What's your next step since you got railroaded? Well, I, I appealed to the international. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting for a response from the international. So I, I got to go through the process before I could take other steps. So let's just say that the international don't rule in your favor. What's next? Right, because we, we know Samson's got that on lock. Then Perb is next. Okay. Because I... Uh, all right, Perb is next. And what if let's just say that none of them can help you. Oh. What other options do you right, have? Right, because Perb is ran by the governor, his boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he and from what I was I was talking to somebody today, he got a judge on the Perb board anyway, too. So Oh wow. Mm. But that's something that we, we're not even gonna worry about because not all of them, he may not have this specific one that we we'll, we'll be dealing with. See, these guys gotta go down. I'm sorry. I don't care how they do, they gotta go down. Because they're doing just they're just doing anything they want and they're getting away with it, you know. For them to have, for them to have, 
Sonny Hall at the, the mass membership meeting for the retirees and Mike Fitzpatrick. All of these dudes was crooks when they were running the union hall. Crooks, cold-blooded crooks. And I'm not, I know he's the Don Sonny Hall, but he was a crook. Still, and, still got crooks, and 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 it's just it's just went right back to what we fought for. When I took office in two thousand one, they got rid of all the vendors, all the guys that, that with all the dead doing all with all the dead weight, and you had to work for your money. Now, when you go to these meetings, you got life insurance people there, you got uh, Trans America, uh, Trans America there, you got. Uh, 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 different types of law firms, or and they got all these all these different vendors there, they, and they and they're taking it either they're paying the union and taking the members' money that join that don't know. Like I, I, a guy called me the other day, he was out on comp. Trans America never gave him his money. You're not gonna get it all. They get they they go as far as giving you a percentage. He hasn't gotten his money yet from Trans America. Well, that's that's normal for Trans America. It's all, all, always something. The, the amount of money they, they collect versus the amount of money that they pay out, it's ast- astronomical. That's, it got to be kickbacks in that. It's astronomical. It got to be. But one of the things that, that's crazy, you know, with, with this union, they collect about $25 million in union dues. 30. $30 million in union dues every year. And, like, you have new people come on the job who came from D.C. 37 and other different unions, and they're shocked that this union doesn't offer the type of services that those – even smaller unions offer so as far as legal. Yeah, people come to me all the time, you know. They, could they get a lawyer because they want to buy a house or they're getting a divorce and so on and so forth. The only way you get a lawyer in TWU is if you're in trouble. It's the only way you get a lawyer. Well, I mean, and, I mean and, who's, and who's that? Management gray, trouble. Management trouble. trouble. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who's that gray and gray? Gray and gray. Gray and gray, that law firm. Swartz or, Swartz, yeah. You know, that's gray the only way you, you get you get a, you get a lawyer. Okay. You know, in TWU. And, and, and he's right. As much money as they collect a month, they can retain a law firm mm-hmm. that can deal with closing on the house. Yeah. Criminal lawyers. Well, hold on. Let's not forget. But see, they, I said that, I no, said no, no. that months Let, ago. Let's not forget. They got that fake company, TWU Counseling Center, that says that they got a company, uh, they got a service like that for us, which, uh, which how, that's how they sold the Gilmore houses. Well, I didn't know that. Wow, you just taught me something. I'm going to post it. In, that's why I got something for Earl Phillips. I'm going to post that, repost that again. Yeah. And, and they got a fake company said they help people with mortgages, union mm-hmm. members with mortgages and stuff like that. And I said, well, who those services was for? Because if I find out that anybody got those services and it was given to their friends, obviously it was given to their friends, we go bring them up on charges. That's nepotism, favoritism, cronyism, all types of isms. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> right. for, the, for the amount of money they collect, every member should be entitled to a T-shirt. Why, right. should, why should you have to come out to get a T-shirt? You right. paying, I you, damn near had to beg for a T-shirt. They That's what I mean. Uh, October 13th. package, a TWU care package each year. Matter of fact, home. they should know. Know what they should do? When they come, when you're a rookie and you're in induction and you signing all those damn papers, they mm-hmm. should come with hats, T-shirts, Correct. pins. And all that other stuff. Make us feel like we're getting something. When I was inducted, I felt like three of my checks was gone before I even seen one. <laughs> Correct. Right. They want and, you to sign up for everything. Right. And you know, Arch, what you said about how the union dues and, and they should be paying for all of these things. I said this months ago on, the, on a show where basically the union dues that they get and then, you know, what they should be doing is they should be investing money. 
Because when you look at them LF twos, there's absolutely no investment. You should have asked Earl that today. Okay, that was his that was his category right and, there. And then and then you're talking about um, all the services that the union offers. Like I said, they could offer they could offer a lot of these things in a big union like this absolutely. that collects money. That where you shouldn't have to go. You shouldn't have to go outside. You know, because other places do it for their members. Yeah. You know, buying yeah. how buying houses, buying cars, but you know, but you know, but they figured, hey, you know, these vendors t- could take care of all of that. NYPD corrections, sanitation have house programs for their members. That's what I'm talking house about. House programs for their members, and and and, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. And I feel even with you retaining a law firm, I don't feel that the union reps is doing a good job at Two Broadway. I think we need to have lawyers. Represent us from step one to arbitration. Absolutely. Well, see, but you know one thing about that is they try to discourage people from going to Broadway. Discourage? Yeah. What What you mean by that? Take they the deal. Take yeah. the deal. Take the yeah. I mean, for y'all, but for in 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 RTO, they want everything to go through um to Broadway. To Broadway, no matter how small it is. Now they said they want everything to be handled at to Broadway. Yeah. This is how it worked when I was an officer. And what they, they had to step two in the depot, the chair dealt with it. If they couldn't resolve it there, step two, the, the, the division dealt with it, with labor relations. If it couldn't get resolved there, we went down to two Broadway. All right? Once we went to two Broadway, the, lazy, the lawyers couldn't be lazy. If they even felt, I would always ask the member, now this could happen or this could happen. It could either go either way. What's your choice? Do you want to go forward with the case or you want to take the deal that they, they, they offer it? And if the member wanted to go forward with the case, I gave him the choice. Sometimes we came out winning, sometimes we lost. These guys, they don't want to do nothing. They don't want to move forward. First of all, they don't know, even know the arguments to make. They don't know, they don't even, I don't even think they understand what's going on, how they violating the contract with these people. Because I'm retired, and why did I have to go to Two Broadway with a member over differential? Why did I have to go down there? I, did, I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have had to go down there. You got reps down there that claim that they're so they they got all this knowledge, Mister uh, uh, Willie Rivera. What's the name of one of them them lawyers? One of OJ's lawyers. I'm gonna give him that John Ehrlichman or one of them. Who is it? Shapiro. Of, Shapiro. Mister Shapiro Rivera. You know, come on, give me a break. You, you, they selling these people out. Oh, big time. Spe- especially people that have accidents. You know, the TA say 20 days. And some people got to take 20 days. Yeah. And it's crazy. And that's time. I would never let people street. take that. And you know how they discourage them also? Because the TA say if you go to, to 2 Broadway, whatever time you, you spend that at 2 Broadway, if you lose, we're going to recoup that time. So that's how they scare people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that's, mean, yeah. It, it's, it's depressing to even feel like to be a part of a union like this where they doing this type of craziness. Oh, yeah. They, they get run over. Just like a, a guy have an accident, have a knockdown. Before you had a knockdown, you know, you go to the, to the MAC, give them urine, do the whole work up, they investigate the accident, they put you back to work, and they see you later whether or not it's preventable or not. They change it up on them. Now you have a knockdown, 
They investigate. They come back with a finding. All right? They won't let you go back on the bus until you settle your case. Well, first of all, who investigates? Transit. Who in transit investigates? Oh, Zariga. Yeah, Zariga. So now, <laughs> are, are these people up at Zariga? Are they legally trained, and do they have the legal legal certifications to investigate these accidents and come up with a ruling to hang you? Supposedly. 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 Well, Supposedly. well, does the union does do their own investigation? No. Well, me and Harry Wills, we had we took the Harry Harry used to actually teach the class. I took the class accident investigations. So we would try to get out to the accidents, especially if it was a knockdown or a bad accident, and we would look at it first, take the measurements or whatever. And when we started doing that, Zariga started sending their specialists out. Now these guys, they don't even go to the accident. Exactly. No. no. They don't even go to the accidents. There could be a fatality or, or, or a bad fender bender. They don't go to the accidents. And these guys, people are out there just running their mouth, telling the boss what, what happened. Instead of that, we let them know, listen, they're not going to speak to you until one of us gets to the scene if the accident is bad enough. We had, we had Nextels where... They would, they would actually text us and let us know where the accident was. The, the radio room would text us and let us know where the accident was. They don't even do that with these guys no more. They don't even push them to do that. So you out there, these new people are out there on their own. It's All by ridiculous. themselves. They don't want to work. They don't. Oh, they no. don't want to work. No, because they, they would have to leave Jersey. <laughs> That's Willie. <laughs> <laughs> JP too. JP, JP too, yeah, both of them. Oh, they probably bust some buddies. They, they probably <laughs> But they definitely, if transit is sending someone to investigate, the union should have their own investigative team to come out there. Because it's like, if you, if transit sends someone to investigate, it's like what they say have to be final because who's contesting their word? Who's saying, oh no, maybe you've seen things differently? No one. So they can go out there and say your bus skid 50 feet and the tread marks are on the ground. And you're like, wait, what? I, I was three, four feet in, but there's no one there to say, oh, no, that happened. That didn't happen or whatever the case may be. So it's like you're definitely selling the members up the road because you're not even protecting them in these investigations. You're not even, some of them, they, they don't, you, are you even at the scene when Zariga do the investigation? Exactly. No. Like, that's another, okay, you don't have your own investigation team, but when they say, oh, we're going to go to this site, are you showing up? Like, well, I'm going to come meet you there to see what you do. But the union is so bad because I wouldn't even trust that because you have somebody like Willie Rivera show up. First thing he want to know is who got into the who got into the accident. What's your name? What if, what if it was you? What's your name? Oh, you know we ain't worrying about her. She's a problem anyway, and they go add on. You said forty feet now. Nah, look like she slid fifty feet. <laughs> and like let, you, and let me and let me address that. Now, really, these hybrid buses skidding fifty feet. Now I know better. These buses are governed at what forty miles an hour? Some of them. Okay. If you got your foot on the floor, you top off going down the street at 40 miles an hour, you're not going to skid 50 feet, number one. Because, first of all, the way those brakes are designed, it's not going to allow you to skid like the old old type vehicles. RTSs. RTSs, yeah. exactly. So that's bullshit. 
I would know that that's bullshit. I mean, I think she, 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 she's, 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 she's just making a scenario. Exactly. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, if it was a truce, because I've heard of scenarios like this through the years. And I'm not even on the bus. And I, buses. Right. And I know better. I'm like, well, wait a minute now. You know, I'm not, but, but, you know, again, just from having an educated mind, I know better. You know what I'm saying? It's, what's crazy is that most of the members don't even know what the wine garden rights are. Nah, no, yeah. they don't. They don't. They don't know what it is. Yeah. So because when I started, I didn't know. We got to repost that. Yeah, we got to repost it. Yeah, that, we gotta... that, and 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 we used to listen when we were in the classrooms with them when they started. We let them know all their rights. If they ever got to an accident, you don't speak to anybody until one of us get to the scene or you talk to one of us on the phone. They all had our numbers, right? And at that time, management in the school room respected that they wouldn't. They wouldn't even let the. They wouldn't even get on the bus to talk to the person until the union guy got there. And then this new thing that they started. After they write the report, they ask you to sign it. They had us. They had. The, you had to sign it after you write wrote your statement. They wanted you to sign it so they couldn't change nothing. But now, again, somebody had have an accident. There's nobody there. So they twist and turn the stories any kind of way they want to. So let me actually. Well, we need union reps that's gonna show up. Well, I used to show up just about every accident. Well, let me ask you this: What, um, how long you got before the international get back to you? They didn't give me a, a date when they get back. to Is me. there some type of something in the bylaws or something like that? I don't know. It probably I, is. I didn't. I didn't see a date in there. Just that you you have to appeal to the international. Yeah, because, like, what happens if they decide to take a year to get back to you? No. 30 days. 30 days. 30 days in the international have to get back to you to answer anything that you send before that. 30 days. Wow. So how long has it been? Since I sent it? Yeah. It hasn't been 30 days yet. But, oh, okay. but I, I don't see how to, listen, I emailed the internationals when all this first started, so on and so forth. They never got back to me. So the 30 days passed from your first email. Oh, from, from when this thing? Is it the, no, you got to put it in. You got to write it. No, no. I wrote it and sent it. I wrote the appeal. But I'm saying when this first thing started, I emailed the international about this whole situation and so on and so forth. And they never got back to me. Excuse me. When it comes to emails, it's different. It's five to seven days with emails. And that's something that could be is held up in court. I did a case in court about emails, and a person tried to claim that they didn't receive it. Oh, Earl Phillips it, told me that. Long as it's a, long, a judge f said this, as long as they got it, whether they read it or not, they still liable. Okay. As far as they're concerned, they're legal in court. A regular re registered letter is 30 days if you send it to the international. Mm -hmm. Okay, five to seven on emails, 30 days if you send a certified letter. Yeah, I send it certified. You got your certified uh, copy. I got it. I mean, your, your, uh, the label mm -hmm. saying that you sent it. That's enough evidence. That's it. But, but emails, they don't answer emails. Sam okay, don't answer so them. after or the 30 folks, days, if they don't get back oh, to Oh, no, I know Sam doesn't answer emails. <laughs> he's, a, he's allowed huh? to take it any way he wants after that point. He could take it to court or any other entity, the Department of Labor, bring charges against them. Okay. That was Mr. Anthony Staley, y'all. Back to progressive action. Right, no problem. <laughs> and also with the petitions, they turned the petitions in that the members wrote, that the mem the members signed. He had over thirty percent. All right, they got a letter from the recording secretary, the local, that they would deal with this at the next executive board meeting. I think they turned the petitions in over three months ago. I'm quite sure they had 
the the a uh, few executive board meetings since then, and still no response. Well, they've been acting real funny these past executive board meetings. Yeah, well. It, oh yeah, yeah, because you outing them with the forty thousand dollar phone bill, <laughs> yeah, uh, and 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 the kangaroo courts, Willie Rivera and them uh, are having up there is it's, it's crazy. We go, we go do our own thing with Willie. I hate to do it, but I gotta do it. I don't hate to do it. <laughs> he ain't hate to do it to you. Exactly. Can you come back? What Lord has said, right? Is the international gonna drag their feet with anybody? You gotta speak into the mic. The, the international gonna drag their feet with anybody. They want you to get discouraged and just drop it and go away from them, as far as they're concerned. But when you start going, really going after them and you stay on them, they have no choice. The last thing they want to see is a court order coming to them, telling them to stand in before court and answer the questions about concerning whatever you're talking about. So they'll drag it on to discourage you. That's the main thing that they do. They're going to sit up there and stick with Sam. I did paperwork already to the international on a couple of things already, and we getting ready to go through whatever. And Lombardi, his to me, and I think the only thing they added just that. Um, by, by law and into the, um, our constitution is to keep us from uh, saying that we should leave them. Because if you really look at it, the international collects one third of our dues. Absolutely. So that's 10,000, I mean, $10 million. They get, and they do nothing. And we're the biggest local in there. The, yes, in, we're in the, the crown jewel out of all other locals in there. I looked on the list. They got locals in there with zero. Got a local with a name with zero participants in the local. A bunch of them. Wow. Speaking looked to the mic, though. All of them. Yeah. Look down all of the uh, inter- uh, locals that are in there. Their crown jewel is this here. This and is, they, this and is they where their money comes from. That's right. And they do less for us than any other local. So That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we really got to stick on. We really got to. See, and even with Willie Rivera, it's all right. Like, I could put in the charges. The union could deny it. International could deny it. Let me write one of those LGBT groups and put that type of pressure on them. And, and, and say this is, I told Latanya today, I said, look, I ain't got to go through the process. I said, I gave this to you. Sam, you could show this to Sam, you said. He could suspend him. He is, but he's not. He's not. He, oh, yeah. They don't believe. They don't believe until... They really get hung up in something. And I can't believe that she, if you gave her the, 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 the charges and she didn't do nothing about it, especially you. No, I didn't give her the charges. I, I sent the touch. She asked me to hit her behind the scenes on Facebook. And I hit her on Facebook. She said she never got it. Then she showed me her messages. She said, look, I never got it. Well, she didn't get it. But now she see it. Now you could bring it to whoever you want to bring it to because my next article on progressive action go be John Samuelson supports gay bashing. And, and all this other stuff. And, and it would be true. <laughs> he supports it. Mm. And uh, until he do something, I see him as a supporter of it. And that's the bottom line. Because if if somebody sent in, if I sent in a picture of one of these guys probably beating up their wives and gave it to John, what you think he would have did if he ain't liked them? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If he ain't <laughs> like him. If he ain't like him. He would have had another casualty of war. He would have got rid mm-hmm. of him. He would have got rid of him. Like, yo, we can't have this type of face. And this is this is not going to be a good contract year for Samuelson. Because I, I won't have no problem hitting up the Blasi and be like, yo, Samuelson, he, he supports gay bashing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'll tell you something. Allows it. Yeah. Allows it. Allows it, yeah. And what he also allows... 
and is, bullying and bullying yeah but internet he, bullying that's big well, yes. it, well what he also allows is you know he they this administration spent legal you know money on legal fees for two reps that were caught up in sexual harassment claims up in the Bronx Okay. More than two. More than two. Okay. Right. More than two. So that's added salt <laughs> to injury. So basically, here it is with you. This is something that was, you know, consensual and it happened a year ago. So here, you know, so basically. I want to see this picture. It's ironic. It's ironic. What kind of picture know? it was? A meme? Uh, was it a meme? No. <laughs> no. Oh. Cause <laughs> I thought it was a meme. Somebody, somebody said it was a picture that's always floating around. A picture that's regularly floating around. Uh huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with that picture. Oh, I don't see nothing wrong with this. Yeah. Cause stuff like that's on Facebook. Hell, the, um, the Justice League is is fam- on Facebook is famous for those pictures. I may I may just post this picture when I leave here. Exactly right. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that's that's what they get you out of office over? Yes. Oh my God. Oh yeah, we're gonna post this guy <laughs> because pictures like that are in the Justice League on Facebook. Oh man, get out of here, man. I thought it was some real hard downs. That's why I'm like, what you want to see it for? Nah, they said it was a meme. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, see, I didn't know. Excuse me. It's, it was I, a meme. I didn't know. Excuse me. Okay. Oh, see, I know what you was thinking. Right. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I heard it was a I meme. I thought about it too. Right. I thought I said, <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, because they wouldn't have it. Think about it. They wouldn't be floating around with it in the office like that, right. or, or, or willy nilly free like that. But they said it was a meme that was sent to a thousand people, and they made a big deal over this one thing. You know what? It's, this is it's, it's outrageous. And if the members, <laughs> they believe that. Oh wow! Oh my god! <laughs> So is that a railroad or what? See, we yeah. obviously got two two totally different type of information. Yeah. yeah. Now you got the truth. I got the truth. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, basically. Everybody looking at me like I said something wrong. I heard it, I heard it was a meme. Okay. Because well, you sure you want to see that? What's wrong with you, man? Why would I ask to see that? <laughs> it scared me because I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. That's why I said, what? You know what I'm but oh, you know, man. basically, if that's all it was, yeah, th- this is a railroad in here. Big time, big time. And they showed you those two pictures. Yes. <laughs> and they got the nerve to rub the dates off. Yes. Now, now, and that's worse than tranny. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, tranny is worse than that. Yeah, it is. It sure is. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong, and especially if you sent it to somebody who you cool with. Absolutely. Listen. Uh, they. They just they fought and they fought and they fought until they accomplished their mission. Yeah, but that's bullshit. For that, I'm with you 100. For that, that's garbage, man. I'm with you 100. percent But I'm gonna show you just how they are. I was in the office. I was in East New York Depot two days ago. Ron, you remember how you had all the pictures of all the events we had when we up and on the ceiling when we when Roger was in office. Mm-hmm. You had all the pictures of the members when we did things in the depot because that's the depot that I drove out of. If we had barbecues. They tore all that stuff down. Wow. They tore all that stuff down. It's like we conquered this this, this depot now. We don't want no memories or nothing or nobody that was in there. 
It's just like them punks up at the Union Hall. All the pictures that we had at one at 80 Western Avenue, they took them and they probably threw them all away. All the confrontations we ever had with management is gone. All the black faces that were on all those pictures up there is gone. The calendar. Who you see on those calendars now? A bunch of white boys. You don't see none of our fights from 2001 to 2009. You see none of them there. They racist, and I'm calling them out. They and, and, and Samuelson and all the people from Garrison Beach probably voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> but I'm just saying, this is the type of shit that we up against. We we mentioned Trump. I know I know my boy Ayers went up over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan Beatrice is in the building, everybody. You know, yeah. so so basically, you know, we gonna talk before we get off before we get out of here tonight. We gonna talk a little bit about the elections. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, uh, you know, let's you know we get you know we can continue, you know, for a few more minutes. You know. But um, this is this is the type of thing that that they did. They conquered the depot, and what makes what angers me still. Well, they think they conquered. They they haven't conquered the depot. Right, they, they, just that I'm not there, but the depot is falling, falling apart. Where, where you? Wait, speaking to the mic. Where are you now? I'm on the road. All right. Oh, you're on the road. Okay. Yeah, but being on the road ain't nothing. I was hired as a bus operator. What that, you driving? It doesn't bother me. What you drive? What line you on? On the, on the B82. Oh, okay. oh, the 82. Okay, yeah. Star City. Okay. Uh, now you know what I wanted to ask you. Well, and you can answer too, Arch. In in TA Surface, do chairmans go out on the road when they're chairman, or or do they sit in the office all day? No, they they released to be in the office all day. Okay. What about the vice chair? Same thing. No, vice chair is on the road. Vice chair is on the road. Okay. So the chairman is released because you know in Map Store the chairman was always released, and 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 basically I always thought you know I I didn't I never knew what went on in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah, in, that's in, in every depot. In every depot. In every depot. The chairs on the the chairs in the depot. Right. You know. Well, Mr. Beatrice, what's going on, sir? I'm a little better than I was uh, two days ago. So we think we we go take it. We go think that we go say that you was a Hillary supporter. Uh, I was I was a Bernie Sanders supporter, a realistic Bernie Sanders supporter. I was a Bernie Sanders supporter during the. Uh, primary uh, who understood that once Bernie Sanders conceded to the winner Hillary Clinton that the only viable candidate to beat Donald Trump left was Hillary Clinton because we had two candidates left that was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump so let me ask you this what do you, what, what you don't like about Trump <clears throat> Uh, he has no experience in government. He's an egomaniac who got into office by uh, pandering to the worst of the, the, the worst sentiments that exist in this country: racism, sexism, Islamophobia, Latinophobia, everything, all the phobias that we have. And the shock is that is, is in the fact that it worked. It's just complete. It's just completely shocking that that the, the fact that it worked. Now I'm gonna tell you this: I don't like Hillary, and I don't like I, I didn't like Bernie Sanders either. Why? Because okay. because of the crime bill. They wasn't stupid at that time. They knew they knew the effects of the crime bill. 
And that was something that destroyed black communities. Not only put uh, a lot of African-Americans in jail, but it kept us out of the projects with the whole three strike rule. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just opened up the doors for a lot of a lot of negativity within the minority community. And Hillary and, like I said, Bernie, they knew they knew what it was about. Trump, I feel that Trump is needed for for blacks because we need somebody to tell us that we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do this. Same way what happened during the Civil Rights Act and Jim Crow and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I, in particular, on, on shows before, I feel that um, I said that I support Trump and I feel that um, he's needed. Because even when you look at, if you look, the, Clinton, the whole Clinton thing was bad. NAFTA, he created, Bill Clinton. His wife knew about that. Um, well, her using the, the term super predator. Um, what else they done did? Uh, well, with NAFTA, um, and it's probably too late to spread this around, but uh, I, I'm starting to rethink. And I've and I've always used uh, NAFTA as a boogeyman myself. But uh, when I think about, it, I've been thinking about it lately, and I mean. All those auto auto factory jobs that left Michigan went to Mexico. That that, that happened in the eighties, and uh, all the garment jobs that left the United States and went to Taiwan and and Japan or China. Uh, that was all happening in the seventies and the eighties under Reagan. So NAFTA is the Clintons aren't completely to blame for that. They just but but uh, you're right in the you'd be right in the fact that they really didn't do anything to stop that trend. Well, technically, Clinton kept what Reagan, what Reagan left off. Clinton kept it moving. That's, that's he, he, exactly, he did exactly that's that. I'm, that's what I'm so saying. So when yeah. I look at the Clintons, I don't look at it as just Bill. I look at it as Hillary also, and she was she would have been a bad choice, bad choice. And I did agree. With on, that. Only because of their history. And I feel that she was playing off of blacks as far as Jay-Z, LeBron James, mm -hmm. Beyonce. Beyonce. She was doing her best to get the... She basically got the king of basketball, the king of rap, mm -hmm. the king of R&B, all blacks, mm -hmm. to try to get our vote, which, which I seen through it. Which she accomplished, though. Huh? She accomplished getting the black she, Well, vote. she she and the thing is that she got the the popular vote. The country chose her, but the system chose Trump, basically, because the all the electoral votes basically went to him. But Trump, Trump, he wasn't talking all crazy when he talk about closing the borders. I'm not against that. Why? Because when African students want to come to the United States, they got to jump through all types of loopholes to come here, and then they here for a time limit. When Mexicans sneak through the country. When they get caught, they get they get taken to the courthouse and basically stay here. And we pay for that. Now I don't care if if, if he if if they do that, whatever the case is, it's no it's no problem with me, but he's right. He wanna create jobs and put them back here. I don't see nothing wrong with that. We got a but big he's homeless. Not do that. You know he's the, not gonna not, do that. What what right? politician actually do what they say they go do? Well first and that's of all, why people voted for him. <laughs> what, right. what, because what, because they because people thought well, he's, that's just an act, and they just didn't like Hillary Clinton. 
So they just voted for not Hillary Clinton. I, and I think that Trump Trump said, you know, they, they tried to make that thing grab about a pussy. How many men said so much inappropriate things? And, I mean, and, 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 and even if even if you, you look what they try to get my boy on, some pitches. Well, I mean, the argument is that it wasn't that he said that. He did it. But that he's done it. And he's even he said on the Howard Stern show once that he, he walked into a dressing room unannounced at a Miss Teen pageant. While they were while they were changing, and now this man is going to be our president, and they're going to defund. If we and we have Republicans in charge of both houses now, mm-hmm. and now they're set to uh, repeal the Affordable Care Act, mm-hmm. defund Planned Parenthood, do everything they've been wanting to do for the past eight years. And what I'm afraid of most that pertains to this union is the Supreme Court because, and I wrote a piece on this, now they're going to revisit the Friedrichs case and this poses an existential threat to public sector unions because if they revisit, if a Donald Trump appointee makes vote number, conservative vote number five against unions and revisits that case because it was 4-4 and they 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 can still revisit it, uh, that will affect the financial stability of our union. And, um, you know, all, all these people that we, we were saying before, all these officers that are making $150,000 a year and playing around That's gonna be on gone. Facebook, That's gonna be gone. they're all, all going to go back to they're all gonna go back to the bus. Now, you want to know something? It'd be crazy if the MTA actually don't give us a contract in January, probably wait for Trump to appoint a justice, and probably wait for the Friedrichs case to take effect because I don't think they go think Sammy Single go on strike. Um, not even think they know he ain't going. On, they know he's not going <laughs> on strike. So they, it, it, it's possible that they could hold off on it. Let's say they do another three years, two years. The Friedrichs case gonna be revisited. I believe it's gonna be revisited next year. And as as much as I agree with you on Clinton's neoliberal policies on trade. That's why that is why uh, my heart was in my throat when the votes were being counted, and it took forever for Clinton <laughs> to win Virginia, and uh, and uh, Wisconsin was still pink on my New York Times app, and <laughs> Michigan wasn't done with, and even Pennsylvania started to turn pink. What's going on here? And then Trump won. Well, you know, another thing about a Trump presidency is, uh, you know, his um, his people on this by his side. You got uh, Chris Christie, and you got former Giuliani. Mayor Rudy Giuliani. That's, now, now, basically, now that's already, scary. That's, that's what scary. I'm afraid of. Because, 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 because yeah. now you're talking about um, Giuliani being the head of Homeland Security. That's base. Giuliani basically represents New York City in the '90s. That's what. I, that's all I think about when I think about right. Giuliani. But he's a. And, he, and then you got right. Chris Christie. Okay, I don't think he's about going to jail. Fitness. He's going to jail. He's going to jail. He's going to jail because his his assistants is going to jail. But well, they're, see, not, I found they're not going to snitch. <laughs> they did already. Yeah, already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, yes, he, he's right. going. He's going down next. Mm-hmm. You know, basically that Bridgegate was serious because I just found out the other day that. Um, 
a politician's relative died in that traffic because they were trying to the ambulance couldn't you know ambulance couldn't get through the traffic it, it was funny that why they making a big deal off a of traffic jam yeah but that <laughs> i got stuck in that traffic that was that was major shit man oh yeah yeah man i said damn what the hell's going on but you know that's what happened is that that bridgegate scandal happened you know and that's why chris christie is so latched on to donald trump because he figures somehow if he gets appointed attorney general or something he can stop it, it he, he's gonna have some type of protection yeah you're right you're right yeah so. but the, the you're right the scariest parts is that everything is republican and Giuliani is behind. Mm-hmm. And Giuliani is behind. Yeah. And we have and we have uh, uh, Mike Pence, who has a lot of governmental experience, uh, who the guy who thinks that that uh, the Earth is two thousand years old is going to be the the next in line if anything happens to Donald Trump, like impeachment, which could very well happen, because he has he has a trial date set in December for a child rape case. He's mm. got the Trump University uh, uh, I ain't about nothing. I ain't hear about so, that. <laughs> yes. A 13-year-old nah. yes, thir- girl. A 13-year-old girl. Yeah. So it could be that that one theory of one theory of mine is that this is your savior, Trevor. <laughs> his plan could be that that or not maybe not his plan, but what could happen is that uh, Donald Trump gets impeached. Forced to resign, and then Mike Pence becomes president, and that's something we should really fear because that's someone who uh, knows knows everyone in Congress, has served in Congress, and has served as governor of Indiana, is part of the system, and knows how to govern and knows how to get things done. He looks scary to me, that guy. He's yeah. he's but scary. See, I, I, I tell you something, and then he'll pardon Donald Trump. exactly and and you know the crazy thing is right you know from what i understand i went to sleep at 1 30 that night when they were counting the the votes and everything still but from what i was told i saw the speech the next day and you know basically they look surprised that they won they were legitimately surprised Mm -hmm. it's not like you know they know that they that trump was going around the country you know, he was ranting and raving, talking, still talking about, yeah, we're gonna build a wall, we're gonna do this and that, the third. But basically, he said to himself, "Wow, people took me seriously and voted for me." <laughs> you know, so basically, this is what you have. You don't know what he's doing. But you know what? There's a little history here that we overlooking, and that is, do you remember the last time the Republican c- controlled the White House, the Congress, and the Senate? Do you remember the last time? Wasn't that long ago? The 80s? What does it mean? Wasn't that long ago? You tell me when you remember. George W. Bush. Yeah. They had had the first Bush. The first Bush? Mm -hmm. Because they were saying that the last time that they had that was 1928. Nah, hell no. No. Hell no. And then in 1925, I mean 1929 is when we had the Great Depression. Yeah. That's what they were saying on, on, uh, on the news. Right. That that that's when the last time that had happened. So, but I'm looking at this. Uh, about a week and a half ago, I was reading about how the economy is hanging on, or is basically hanging on a string, and that it probably would go under in, in 2017. And who would be good for it to go under than somebody like Trump? Because he's not he's I, not a that's politician. Filed, that's filed multiple bankruptcies. You know exactly. You know what you confused with the probably the 1928, <laughs> the first time. 
the stocks dropped when they figured out who the president was going to be. No, mm-hmm. they had no. They was all yeah. Republicans I, I, I in the House. Exactly yeah. Yeah. It was nineteen twenty eight. Yeah. I swore they had it under the first Bush. No, George W. Bush. Um, I, I think it started in two I mean, two thousand one when uh, uh, both houses were in control by the Republicans. But up until two thousand, it definitely ended. In, I know it ended in two thousand six when Repub- when uh, Democrats uh, gained control of the House. But before that, during the George W. Bush administration, uh, Republicans had control of the Senate. And the House. Okay. And oh. uh, and uh, white Republicans were still angry, and uh, and uh, Rush Limbaugh was still angry. Mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh was still ranting every every day. They can't win, and be happy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was it was, 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 was two thousand and one. That was the George, first time in seventy years since. Seven, that's yeah. why yeah. E- even though I, I I'm still frightened of of uh, Trump administration when people say oh we've never we've never elected anyone who is so unprepared for this office and 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 the three and all the Republicans are going to have control of every branch of government I well I don't know I I think we've had that before on George W Bush this guy that was uh Screwing up, uh, that was, uh, uh, screwing up uh, adages. Uh, uh, there was, was one time he messed up. Uh, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. The, the fool you don't get fooled again. He was running into walls. He couldn't open a door. He, he was. Um, and this uh, this guy was just in in over his head. And uh, Dick Cheney was running everything. We have, we've we've had this before, and people forget that. And and that's not to say that we're going to be all right. We're not going to be all right because the George W. Bush administration was a disaster. But what's worse now is back then, progressives and uh, un- and uh, union activists were fighting for things that we've never had before. Donald Trump on day one is just going to uh, rip apart so much progress that was made under the Obama administration. Sound like, like, sound like Samuelson. And just like Samuelson. <laughs> we, we're very, we here in Local 100 are very familiar with that because that's what happened under Samuelson. Not only it was in this, that case it was nine years of work. Yeah. I see what you're talking about, Staley. They said the last time the Republicans controlled Senate, House, majority of governors, Supreme Court pick, and the presidency yeah. was 1928. Right. But not, not both houses that happened in 2001. But they got royal flush this time, it seemed like. Hmm. So there's royal flush, man. Mm-hmm. Samuelson but administration. To, see, and also there's also an, uh, 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 a paragraph in the um, United States Constitution that l- allows states to opt out on federal law. So you also got to think about that because you remember for years when Martin Luther King's uh, birthday became a federal law, Arizona still f- refused to recognize it. And right. that, they used, a, I think it's um, a statute, uh, eight, uh, either eight or seven 
in the uh, Constitution, not allowing states to run themselves, that they didn't have to uh, uh, let the government come in and, and run their states. The, uh, total ent entities that got their own financial, be able to run under their own finances without the government um, interceding and helping them all the time, they can uh, opt out in um, certain clauses and uh, or certain laws as well. So, mm. you know, just because it may happen, you know, then it's no guarantee that, you know, uh, uh, New York would uh, would go along with it. Because I remember when the Fredericks and California uh, issue came here, uh, there was a, a meeting between um, uh, de Blasio and a couple of other politicians, state senators, and they all agreed if it would have if if it would have won in court that they wasn't going to allow it to uh, affect New York due to the fact they claimed this is they uh, uh, what they said uh, that. Uh, that uh, the uh, middle class workers were um, were the ones that uh, uh, that was uh, holding up and maintaining the financial support of the city, and they wouldn't wasn't going to go against union the unionized workers, so they wasn't going to never let Fredericks uh, in California f affect uh, New York City uh, unions. Well, what Fried what Fredericks would do uh, if uh, the plaintiff wins, it it will take away agency fees. Mm -hmm. uh, we can, uh, I believe, we'll be able to still uh, retain uh, dues checkoff, but the people that, like the people that aren't paying their dues and that still aren't paying their dues now, from uh, when we lost it, when we lost it in two thousand seven, um, they're paying agency fees now under Friedrich. They wouldn't have to. Now, my thing is this: you know, um, as far as I'm concerned. Dues checkoff has been hurting this union as well, you know. Even though a lot there of people say, for that, right? yeah. Even though a lot of people say a lot of people wouldn't pay anyway. I think if the union was self-sufficient when it comes to collecting its dues, then I don't think management would have such a hold that they have over this union here. Is that, I was writing that just now too. It's like we supposed to be big and bad, powerful. Exactly. We can't collect our own money. Yeah, exactly. And then in this day and uh, age of of electronics and all that, we can't, you know, we can't do that. Well, I think that, yeah, you're right, but I think the main thing that the MTA holds over this union is the Taylor Law. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you even mentioned that. The mm -hmm. Taylor Law right now, out of all 50 states, we're the only ones with it, number one. And there's a lot of arguments to get rid of the Taylor Law, and I distinctly remember the guy that wrote the Taylor Law. He wanted to add uh, uh, certain provisions to it to give it more teeth because they know it's violating people's rights. Uh, he never got a chance to do it. It was brought up in a situation when we went on strike. But then, like I said, there's a lot of people that didn't follow up and do their homework. Now, my thing is this, is um, if we had more personal people that can interact with other unions and, and um, bring other unions on board and bring up the arguments that, listen, when we all signed up to take these jobs, we didn't, we didn't sign away our constitutional rights. And to strike, it comes from the First Amendment of, of the Constitution, your right to free speech. Whether it's you speaking about uh, uh, safety on your job or, you know, even the, the, the disparity in pays between uh, other, uh, other issues. So, I mean, there are arguments there that you can bring and, and take. Instead of going to, okay, 
they're going to probably holler that you got to go through structure. Okay, you're going to have to deal with a court here in New York. But nine times out of ten, that one with the one percent, nine times out of ten, they're going to probably have that judge in their pocket anyway. But you still got to go through the process. I think the most important part is to bring it straight to the uh, United States Supreme Court. Right. And, you know, basically, I, it's amazing. I like to know, because the Taylor Law was um, passed in the late 60s after the, after New York City struck against, after the New York City, after the U, TW Local 100 struck against the Transit Authority in 1966. So the Taylor Law was created in 1967, 68. It was, it was named Taylor Law because of the professor that was named Taylor. Yeah. Whatever. And so anyway, um, how could even something like that pass when the Constitution was the same in, in, in the 60s, 50 years ago? Well, the bottom line is this. You, the 1% that runs the show. Remember now, this, uh, the, uh, the Transit Authority is, is just doesn't ride people all up and down these rails and these streets for nothing. They also on the stock market. And they play a role in the stock market as well. So when we stop, it puts it, it drops a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on the market as well. It sinks as well. Well, the transit authority <laughs> is not traded on the stock exchange. I mean, but basically, right. we affect the stock market. We affect it. Yeah, because, we affect it oh, in oh, a big way. Oh yeah, because when we struck, um, the market, you know, you know, stocks went down and people couldn't trade. You know, exactly. Yeah. So we well, we play a big role, and and it was more for like I said, the issue of the um, Taylor Law was more for the one percent, not the people. They were, even though they tried to use it because they, even though they use it against the police, fire department, and so forth, and they say oh, oh emergency uh, uh, agencies and of uh, that that uh, deal with life threatening situations, we can't go on strike. You know, but it also took the teeth away from them to be to deal with you fairly and pay you what you need to be paid. Right. You know, um, I'm not going to say the the reason why TWU is in the position it is. I mean, it's just bad leadership over the years and doing pattern bargaining instead of just bargaining and saying, "Listen, we're arguing. We're, 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 we want our raise from out what you took take in your revenue." You know, mm. you see, and and that's the mistake that uh, uh, where we've been making over the years, and that's why we've been getting uh, low raises and getting underpaid. Bottom line. You know, um, if if you're telling me that um, today they claim we they move eight eight and a half million people a day, okay, that's way more than you were doing in in the seventies, right? And that means you're doing more work. That means more garbage, more everything, more more people to be vigilant and paying attention to on your buses, on your trains, and so forth. And you're not being compensated for it. You never even been thought about saying we're going to take a raise according to revenue. And that's where we get paid from anyway. That's where they claim our raises from come from anyway. Operating budget. So, I mean, that's the revenue. Right. Okay. So that argument should have always been about we want our raise go, uh, uh, co compared to what we're bringing in, well, what the company I, I, makes. Well, I wouldn't uh, put the tail. I mean, I, I agree that uh, that the last part of the tail, all the part that uh, prevents us from going on strike, because that is the most notorious and worst part of the tail law, uh, should go to the Supreme Court. But I think now would be a horrible time to do that, considering that Donald Trump is going to be the okay, president yeah, now, now. And it should have been done years. It would be shot down. Yes, it should have been done. It should have been done while. 
uh, the Supreme Court was well. The Supreme Court hasn't been in our favor for a while, um, but yes, it, yeah, that it, it. But uh, before the Taylor Law, it, there was a mm. law that was worse. Conlon, Conlon Wadland Act. Yeah, that that just right. It just banned strikes from public sector workers and um, extended probation to people who went on. Sh- I think I believe it extended probation uh, to people who went on strike. Their jobs were the jobs were in jeopardy. Um, it was terrible, but it was also unenforceable, as Mike Quill showed, because none of the penalties were enforced except for Mike Quill going to jail. That was the only part that they were able to enforce. So they created the Taylor Law under the pretenses that Professor Taylor said to promote labor peace. So they created this act that kind of at the first part mirrored uh, the National Labor Relations Act that allowed uh, public sector workers in New York the right to form a union, join a union, and mm-hmm. the carrot and uh, the carrot on the stick was the, the carrot that they waved in front of the unions, or at least the bookkeeping, uh, the bookkeepers of the unions was was uh, transparent. Um, um, dues checkoff it was dues checkoff because it. While you're right that uh, without dues checkoff, it would force our it would force the union to organize and tell people why they should why they should pay dues, but it just makes it easier. Just just you collect the you collect the dues from everybody. It makes it so much easier, and there there is and that that's a pretty hot debate and in labor but of course they tacked on the last part that we can't go on strike well you and know that's on, that's, the, got, that's, that's know, the part that hurts us well you know with that Colin Wadlin act another another thing that uh you know Quill only went to jail but under that act if you read it mm-hmm. uh the whole workforce was supposed to have been fired right that that's was, what that's right. supposed to, you know that's what happened under the Colin Wadlin act but how are you going to fire all these transit workers that have licenses? You know, you, you can't just throw scabs, you know, into these positions, driving these trains, fixing these trains, driving these buses, fixing these buses, and the whole nine. You know, and, right? And I think that's the other but, that's but the, the other, other reason thing. why they replaced you it with Taylor Law because that was you totally just un- your own question. So it's Codwin Wadlin, Codwin Wadlin, that wasn't enforceable. Yeah, it, no, you. Just, on, we got. We it got, wasn't enforceable, right? I, I'm, you I'm couldn't fire. You could fire everybody. Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. You forgot Reagan fired all the air, air traffic controllers. controllers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. in the early eighties. Yeah, right? that's right. He fired them all yeah. when they went on strike. You know. Okay, so that's the real last time that that law was enforced was because enforced. that's basically what he did. And mm-hmm. that's and that's the other reason why when people say, "Oh, the Donald, we've never had anyone that's going to be as bad as Donald Trump," I think um, I don't know about that because Reagan was pretty bad. George, for especially for labor, George Bush was George W. Bush was pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you, and you know what the... And, and that was awful. And people committed hey. suicide over that. <laughs> uh, um, and you know the ended, right? You know, finally, it's, you know, the Taylor Law going to court. Another thing you got to be mindful of is mm-hmm. it's not just about the fines for the members. Under the Taylor Law, the the um, the um it says that the employer is supposed to negotiate in good faith. 
It so, does say that. Exactly. Yeah, it does say that. So it that's a, so that's what I mean was to be careful going with the Taylor law because they'll look at everything, you know, going to court. But anyway, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm right. sorry I'm sorry to cut this okay. short. It's one fifty six, it's uh it's about that time, you know, time flew by and the conversation was getting good, talking now, you know, but we gotta get ready to get out of here. So as we do a progressive action, um I want everybody to leave a final word. Uh, you know, to the members, real you know, quick, well, to, you know, to real, all the listeners out there, real, real quick, because we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to get out of here. So, okay. uh, our guest of the hour, Ron Carter, you know, can you come and leave a message to everybody? Thank you for inviting me to Progressive Action. Keep this going, you know, keep the members informed, you know, so you can open up their eyes and, you know, set them straight. We, we got your back, too. Those pitches wasn't bad. We go post them all over the internet. Yeah, you know, from what I was told, those pictures. <laughs> Thank you. Were, I th- thought those pictures were heinous, like, you know, all these sort of body parts and stuff, you know. But anyway, all right, Arch, what do you want to leave the members with? Uh, thanks again for inviting me. I met with some of the retirees today, and um, they told me to let you guys know, especially all the um, the new people coming aboard. If you need us, we're there for you. Um, and Anita Clinton said, all you women that need help, just reach out to her. All right, and keep the movement going. Okay, definitely. All right, so Jonathan, what do you have to say? All our all of our paid officers and uh, local one hundred need to stop playing around with Facebook and organ start organizing. <laughs> Preach. Yes. Facts. <laughs> that was the best shortest exit. <laughs> I like that Beatrice. Yeah, definitely. So what do you have to say, Miss Jocelyn? Today was the first day, and there are going to be many more rallies to come after this. It was the second day. The second day, excuse yeah. me. It's late. Your first day. This was not my first day because I was at the cleaners rally. Okay. Well, keep counting. Mr. Thank Staley. Uh, as always, uh, my people in the stations department, uh, to wake up, pay attention, and uh, see what's going on around you. And... Uh, uh, be uh, be vigilant and, and paying attention to uh, your, their issues. There's people out there that can really help you. Okay. And, I, and then I just want to say real quick to everybody, uh, every, again, everybody that came out to the rally today, thank you. Everything, you know, your, you know, your support was greatly appreciated. You know, we're glad to see that you pro- uh, um, support progressive action. And it's not even just about supporting progressive action. It's about, you know, you see the information, you hear the information and the facts, and you and and it's something you go with, so that's what we ask, you know. But basically, another thing is, you know, it's about to get real. You know, my man Trump's in office. Yeah, buddy, John Owens. You know, <laughs> you know, Trump, <laughs> Trump's in office, yeah. and uh, it's, it's it's gonna get real. And so, basically, everybody, just you know, just get yourself ready. You know, that's all I can say. Well, I like to say, just thanks for coming out. We all go do more rallies. Joe Bermudez um, earned his rat in front of his house. We go do that West Second Street. He earned it today. You know what I mean? We was gonna leave him alone, but he earned his rat. I don't know if he go get it Christmas, Valentine's Day, January his birthday. One of those days he's gonna get it, and he just gonna be mad and upset, and he just gotta handle it. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>